Hello everyone. Before we start today's podcast, some exciting news for you. You can experience the Inside Politics podcast live in Dublin on May 16th when Hugh Linehan, Jennifer Bray and I will be joined by Cliff Young of Ipsos, one of America's top pollsters, to talk about the US election, our own local and European elections and much more. It's a breakfast event kicking off at 8am in Trinity College. If you'd like to attend, you can get tickets at irishtimes.com forward slash events. That's irishtimes.com forward slash events. I hope we see lots of you there. The polls have just closed and the people have spoken on the proposal to repeal the Eighth Amendment to the Constitution. I'm Hugh Linehan. I'm joined in studio by our political editor, Pat Lee, and deputy political editor, Fia Kelly, to discuss the exit poll, which has just been published on irishtimes.com. Pat, what are the numbers? Uh, The numbers, Hugh, are uh, 68% have voted yes, according to the exit poll, and 32% have voted against it. So in anybody's language, that is a landslide victory for yes. That's a thumping majority beyond anything that even the most optimistic of yes campaigners would have hoped for. If you look at the breakdown of the numbers, the majorities are consistent right across the country, 77% to 23% in Dublin. Absolutely huge majorities right across amongst all age groups, except those over 65 who voted 60-40 against the proposal. For those of our listeners who might be wondering, an exit poll, is that more accurate than a regular opinion poll? And if so, why? It's slightly different. It's a slightly different methodology. It's a significantly different methodology, to be honest. Because in a regular poll, what you're trying to do is reach the people who will vote. But, you know, there's margins of errors in that. It's difficult to isolate the people who will actually go to the polling stations and vote on the day, no matter what they say. With an exit poll, you're polling people who are coming out of the polling stations. So there's no don't knows. There's no uh, undecided. In it. it is people who have actually cast their vote. Also, typically in uh, in an exit poll, the samples would tend to be bigger. So while normally for our regular polls, we would have a sample of 1,200 people, in this, the sample is 4,500 uh, people. So it re- that reduces the size of that sample, reduces the margin of error, which in our regular polls is uh, is about 3%, and in uh, in the exit poll is plus or minus 1.5%. In uh, the relatively recent past, the Irish Times did an exit poll for the 2016 general election, which was uh, turned out to be extremely accurate. So we're optimistic that this should give an accurate projection of the votes when they are counted tomorrow. Important to say, no votes have been counted yet. This is a poll. It's a projection, but it's a projection using a methodology that has been shown to be very accurate in the past. So accepting all that, Fiak, um, what the hell happened here? This is an absolutely remarkable result. It is a stunning result, and it is a result that nobody could have foreseen or nobody did predict like the last opinion poll we had in the Irish Times was predicting, I think, 58% uh, for repeal. What seems to have happened, and we can only surmise in the figures we have in front of us, is anecdotally speaking to politicians in the last few days, they felt there was a hardening and a shift over the weekend just past, uh, which they took to be a shift towards yes. But probably what now on this exit poll seems to have happened is that that was a shift on top of the yes vote, it's already there. So on top of the 58% that a lot of the don't know seem to have broken for yes. And that is truly extraordinary. I can't remember a referendum where the last opinion polls were exceeded 
by the final it, it, result. It goes against the happen. grain of what we know from the history of opinion of, of referendums in Ireland, doesn't it, Pat, where there's yeah, a tightening and a rise in the no vote uh, usually yeah, that's, in the final week that, or so. That's been the experience thus far. So, you know, the don't knows have tended to break for the no position, the conservative position, typically the anti-government position in a referendum. Even in the marriage equality referendum in 2015, there was an eight-point decline in the yes vote between the last uh, opinion poll in the Irish Times and the result on the day. So what's what's happened here is completely at odds with uh, with any uh, with any precedent. So what seems to have happened is not alone did the uh, did the don't knows break in favour overwhelmingly of the yes camp, but then all the yes voters actually came and turned up. There was a there was a big get out the vote operation. It seems to be phenomenally successful over the last couple of days in getting those yes voters to actually go to the polls. And we don't have hard numbers on turnout yet. We will get those tomorrow. But anecdotally, it seems to be extremely high across the country, surpassing in most places even the marriage equality referendum, which was a turnout of 61%, which is very high which for a referendum. Which is remarkable, really, because I mean, I've been talking to a range of people over the course of this campaign, Fick, many of whom thought that there would be a lower turnout, certainly than there was in the marriage equality referendum, because this is a more difficult issue. Perhaps people didn't want to engage with it to the same extent. That all proved to be that all definitely proved to be utterly, utterly utterly It just should just be said that this poll does not measure turnout, and we won't know turnout till we get the real numbers tomorrow. Hmm. But but the reports that we were getting throughout the day was a very t- high turnout, yeah, especially t- in urban constituencies. Especially in urban constituencies, and especially in Dublin, like you were hearing figures of 50% before tea time in er- some areas of Dublin and the greater Dublin area. Like, really extraordinary turnout f- uh, figures. But I think the, 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 the other presumption that we made about this referendum that is on this exit poll proved to be false is that the great, you know, discrepancies across Irish society, young, old, urban, rural, they've all been dispelled. Every category of uh, voter has voted strongly for repeal, barring the over 65s. And even then, it must be said, they voted 60-40 to retain which is not as strong as you would have thought mm. previously. I think that you spread and the strength of that spread for appeal is truly something else. I'm very struck by something like the, the number for Connacht Ulster. You know, the, again, one of the received wisdom and wisdoms in the run up to this was that there would be an urban rural divide and it perhaps might be most obvious between people who lived in Dublin and people who lived in Connacht Ulster, which is traditionally the most conservative part of the country, Pat. But Connacht Ulster voted pretty solidly for yes. Quite convincingly for yes, 59% to 41%. And, you know, there is a bias in favour of the yes vote in, in uh, in urban Ireland, seventy-one percent yes. In urban Ireland, sixty percent yes. In rural, but that's still a mm. that's still a, a whopping majority in favour of the proposal in in, in rural to put Ireland. It in context, most people wouldn't have predicted a fifty-nine percent vote in favour of repeal nationally, let alone in Connacht Ulster. Like it's just extraordinary. What does this say about the quality of the campaigns that we've just seen on the yes and the no side, Pat? Or is there something deeper going on? Uh, you know. I'm I'm always wary of leaping to snap judgments on uh, uh, you know when the result or the projected result is a few minutes old. I think it behoves us all to try and you know over uh, over the coming days to try and figure out what this means, what it says about uh, what it says about our politics. But there's clearly some things that are obvious uh, from this result. One is that on this instance there was a massive mood for change, and you know we have spoken ma- many times in this studio about the 
fact that there was a clear majority to liberalise Ireland's abortion laws. And that's been evident in all the polling that we've done and other people have done over the last uh, 18 months or two years. The question and the question that people were wrestling with uh, over the course of this campaign and before it was whether there was an appetite for the sort the, the reform that the government was proposing, the 12 weeks, uh, the, 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 the legalisation of abortion on request up to 12 weeks. It's very clear for this that the yes side won the argument. The government side and, and other politicians who campaigned for yes, they won that argument. And I think what we saw was in the last week or 10 days or so was the yes side just, you know, retreating in the face of that. There was a bit of a movement, a bit of a m- momentum feel about the last week of that. Now, all that is anecdotal, but I think it goes some way towards explaining what has happened here. I think you saw a kind of a great wave of support for uh, for appeal across the country, something which I think even even the most ardent of repealers themselves would have doubted, you know, but the major uh, during argument the campaign. On the no side, Fiac, which, you know, all our listeners who live in Ireland anyway would have seen over the last week was that a lot of posters went up saying this proposal just goes too far. You know, the, the attempt to retrench, I think, on the part of the no side to say, yes, perhaps something needs to be done about our legislation, but this is far too extreme. Yeah, that it, argument it, seemed it, to get no purchase. N- well, it seems that even if people did have doubts, they dispel those doubts. Even if they did feel that, you know, I'm not that comfortable with what the government is proposing, they are prepared to park those doubts and vote for the proposition that the government is putting before them. I think as well that the Yes campaign in the last two weeks in particular, well, you take the emphasis on personal stories. You know, they were called hard cases during the campaign. But the emphasis on those stories, the discipline in inconsistently putting those stories to the fore really told and I think that really swung a lot of people and then in the last week you had the politicians come out and buttress that strategy by being the public face you had that Leo middle Farag- ground yeah, vote the middle ground vote Leo helped. Varadkar yeah. Mary Lou MacDonald Simon Harris they came out once the public was fully aware of those so-called hard cases and they reassured that we you know we represent Middle Ireland the fast way the Middle Ireland we're okay with this too Has the country changed in a profound way? I think the country has changed in all sorts of profound ways over the last 20 years or the 35 years since this, since the Eighth Amendment was put into the Constitution. But, you know, often we see you know, we see the change when it is measured by votes like this or the marriage equality vote or general elections that throw up, you know, a changed political landscape. We see the change then. But in actual fact, the change has already happened. And what these benchmarks do is they illustrate that change. They're not the change themselves. They merely demonstrate that the change has taken place. And as has often proved the case with, uh, you know, social issues like abortion, that the politicians are a good bit behind where the public is and that is clearly true uh, when it comes to abortion and I suspect it may be true of other things too. Yep, and we will be exploring some of those things over the next couple of days as the actual count takes place. It starts at at 9 o'clock tomorrow. But we are very confident, I think it's fair to say, that within a margin of error of 1.5%, this has been a really significant victory for the yes side tonight. It's been an absolutely stunning victory. There's no other way to put it. Nobody predicted a victory on this magnitude. It's a landslide. It's a landslide. Absolutely it is. Thanks very much, gentlemen, for coming in. That's it it for this edition of Inside Politics. Thanks to our producer, Declan Conlon. We'll be covering the count and all the reaction over the course of the weekend here and across irishtimes.com. So stay in touch. Goodbye and thanks for listening.